There has been a lot of talk about exactly how did we end up here? How did we end up here? Why did we end up here? And did we have to end up in this position? Now, there's been a lot of theories. One of the more interesting ones comes from Dr. Hussan Sheikh. He's a physician, a lecturer at the University of Toronto, and joins us now here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon, and thanks for your time. All right, thank you for having me, Jeff. All right, you co-authored uh, this piece in the Globe and Mail that essentially argues that our COVID failures stem from politicians' inability to understand just exactly how we all, how people behave? That's right. Um, I think there's been a lot of theories, as you said, about, you know, why are we in the mess that we're in? And uh, what we argue in this piece is that, you know, I actually don't think it's a failure to understand public health. And I actually think it's less even a, a failure of understanding economics, but actually a failure of understanding how people behave and a, a field called behavioral economics and the political implications of that that have uh, put us in this mess. Well, let's break this down a little bit then. When you say behavioral economics, what do you mean by that exactly? And how does that play into the pandemic and decision making by politicians or leaders? For sure. So behavioral economics is this field of study that kind of says that, you know, human beings don't make decisions based on kind of perfect economic principles, that we are influenced by all sorts of uh, cognitive and behavioral biases and, and that different factors, um, you know, affect us when we're making decisions. And, and we talk about this in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic and this idea that uh, in particular, human beings are what we call loss averse. And what that means is that we would rather not lose something than gain something. So the classic example is if, you know, you would rather not lose $100 than to gain $100. You would get you would be feeling happier in that situation. And then the other piece of that is that actually, you know, we don't respond linearly to losses and gains. So if you get $100, you're not twice as happy as if you get $50. You're actually slightly less happier. And similarly, if you lose $100, you're not twice as upset as if you lose $50. You're slightly less upset. So the idea when you put those things together in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic is that, you know, you're going to feel a loss uh, more than a gain. And so if you keep doing the cycle of lockdown, reopen, lockdown, the gain we feel from reopening is actually less than the loss we'll feel from locking down again. All right. So, sorry, using that theory, you believe then uh, that governments uh, would have been much better off, our leaders, if they had just had one true lockdown, like truly locked everything uh, down, and we it was one and done. We got through it using this uh, theory that uh, would have been much more effective, a better strategy? Exactly. And that's what we've seen in Australia, New Zealand, that, that politicians have been rewarded for doing that. Um, because it's actually, uh, you know, plays into this loss aversion. And luckily, it's also the right economic answer and the right public health answer. Do our politics lend itself to that sort of decision-making, though, do you think, uh, Doctor? Because obviously you've got to factor into this uh, equation because, you know, politicians have something to uh, gain and or lose here as well, and that's their jobs and uh, re-election, and that's always percolating uh, somewhere uh, in the background, not suggesting that public health wasn't first of mind and foremost uh, at the top of the list. But having said that, they're all uh, worried about uh, re-election and uh, whether or not you know, limiting freedoms, closing businesses, not closing businesses, uh, all of that uh, kind of factors into uh, their decision making as politicians and politics in general. 
And that's why we wrote the piece that we did, because actually strictly from a re-election point of view, the right answer was still one substantive lockdown. And I think the reason we didn't do it is because politicians are affected by all of the same biases that we are. You know, they're also loss averse and are more worried about losing support than about gaining support. And similarly, uh, there's also another bias called kind of the middle of the road bias. And I think when you're faced with all these menu of options, our bias is towards something that seems middle of the road, right? So we've kind of done this semi-lockdown and we've essentially been restricted for more than a year now because of it. And it's interesting you say middle of the road because it also brings to mind an old business adage, when you try to please everyone, you end up in the long run pleasing nobody. Is that essentially what's uh, sort of happened here when it comes to our government and their pandemic strategy? Exactly. I think that what we're seeing is that we are getting the worst of all worlds. We're getting true harms to public health. Our ICUs are full and we're getting lots of community spread and no ability to contact trace. We're getting lots of harms to businesses and, you know, and, and essentially we're getting a lose-lose situation at the moment. So I guess the question then is, why was New Zealand and Australia, who have got democratic governments, why were they able to uh, handle this seemingly so much better than, say, what's going on currently right here in the province of Ontario and, and across Canada? Yeah, I think, I think a lot of it comes down to the courage of the leaders that are in charge. And, and another great example of a success story is Atlantic Canada and the fact that we were able to do a similar, uh, you know, substantive lockdown, bubble properly uh, there. And, and we've seen success stories even here at home in this country. So what do you believe are the lessons learned from this uh, moving forward? I mean, it's kind of tough to talk about because we're in the thick of it right now and looking at a stay-at-home order inside the uh, next hour here in the province of Ontario. But, uh, you know, we keep hearing from epidemiologists and experts that uh, sadly this won't be the uh, last time we're confronted with a virus and perhaps a, a pandemic. So is there a lesson that you can pick out of this uh, from our uh, response that we need to do better moving forward? I think there's two lessons. First, I would say that, um, you know, uh, we need our political leaders to have the courage to do what's right um, and, and not be so afraid of losing support. And then the secondly is, is that I think we really uh, underutilize this extremely effective field of behavioral economics throughout this whole pandemic when it comes to, you know, how we structure things like our lockdowns, how we go about with messaging around masks, how we address vaccine hesitancy, you know, there is a field that can do this research that can see what the best answer is, and we can do this in an evidence-based way. Just finally, how interested are you? How closely will you be watching and listening here in an hour for the response, uh, the latest response from the Ontario government, whether or not uh, some of these uh, theories and some of the courage, the convictions uh, that you talk about, whether or not they're finally going to be enacted? Yeah, very much so. I'll be watching closely and hope that uh, Premier does the right thing. All right. Well, we'll all be uh, watching and uh, listening. Uh, Dr. Sheikh, thank you so much for this. Some really uh, interesting stuff, and I appreciate the time with us. Thank you for having me. All right. Dr. Hassan Sheikh is a physician and a lecturer at the University of Toronto.